Joining us now for further insight on those market moves is Tembile Bopela from FNB Wealth and Investments. Tembile, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Very good afternoon to you too. All right, let's talk about the market moves today. Green screens on the JSE, but the RAND is having a really tough time. Um, take us through exactly why, um, why these market moves are moving like this. Yeah, so, you know, the market, uh, the JSC was off to a positive start uh, this morning. And, you know, although we did some pressure in the resources space, and really, I think sentiment is being driven right now mostly on the back of, you know, the expectations for US uh, CPI numbers, which are out uh, tomorrow. And I think, you know, with the recent jobs numbers that came out um and surprised quite strongly to the upside. I think the market is quite concerned that, you know, perhaps the inflation numbers might not uh, come through as um, as positive as, as is being expected right now. You know, the market is expecting a decline uh, in inflation and, you know, comments from the Fed chair uh, last week were quite supportive of that, you know, that, you know, this disinflation process, which is, is essentially is, you know, a slowdown in the, in the rates of change of consumer prices, that process has begun. But on the other hand, he did mention that, you know, it's going to be a process, it's going to take some time and it is going to be a bit of a bumpy ride, so to speak. And so I think the markets are quite uh, keeping a cautious eye uh, on, on on those developments. And um, also just on the local side, you know, we are also expecting our own inflation numbers as well as retail sales numbers. And, you know, uh, locally inflation, I, I mean, our economists are expecting inflation to come down to about 6.8%, driven by, you know, um, softening in the food and fuel uh, uh, prices. Uh, we saw petrol, for instance, come down quite meaningfully in January. So that should have an impact on, you know, uh, price changes locally as well. And so we've seen some of that come through to currency markets. As you mentioned, the RAND uh, quite um, quite under pressure uh, generally in, in even amongst other emerging market currencies. It's, 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 li it's literally down at the bottom. Um, I, I think the second worst underperforming uh, emerging market currency uh, year to date. Yeah, so we, I think we will see some more uh, RAND weakening. You know, um, Sembile, the, the, the issues around the U.S. Fed and the, the CPI, I find so puzzling. Every time, you know, we're about to get an announcement, the markets get jitters. And I'm just like, you, you can't get jitters every time. <laughs> but it seems to be the case in this regard. And we, as we are seeing now the performance of the RAND. Let's look at some company news now. Ital Tiles come out. Uh, they're basically saying they're seeing a decline in earnings. Expected, you know, Stembile, um, I have a friend who's got a construction business and he says there's just no business. You know, people just aren't, aren't renovating anything. Um, and so as consumers continue to feel mm -hmm. the pinch, a company like Ital Tile will continue to see these declines. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, they, they reported uh, revenue was marginally higher, 3%, which is positive. Um, but they did say, you know, trading profits is under pressure, uh, I think about down about 8% uh, year on year. And really, it is, you know, um, that, that pressure on the bottom line, you know, you know, it, it's... We, we, we was there was quite a strong push towards home renovation during the pandemic when while we were under lockdown uh, but now we're all outside again and um, I think the economic pressures on consumers um, on not just home renovations but also on you know construction of new projects that also um, you know is is translating to weakness in the the 
the businesses in within the construction and home, reno home renovation sectors. Uh, and so for Ital Tile, you know, the operationally, the environment just remains constrained. Um, and so, you know, we did see even the, the dividend that they paid out, uh, that they declared rather, um, uh, was about 6% lower compared to last year. So uh, we know the business is very cash generative and they maintain a very strong cash position. Uh, so I think they are just trying to protect uh, that cash position going forward. Speaking about cash, EOH laughing all the way to the bank today. They've managed to tap their shareholders for 600 million rand. This, Tembile, for me, is such mm. a crazy comeback story because, you know, um, Stephen mm. Van Collar has managed to turn the ship around. But most importantly, his shareholders seem to trust him. Um, so let's just talk about the successful placement of um, this rights offer. Yeah, so I think, you know, um, as you mentioned, it, it really does speak to the sort of the, the the confidence from the market you know we know eoh has been on this very long and very uh, treacherous uh, journey towards a recovery and um so i think the oversubscription uh, of this uh, rights offer really is testament to you know kind of the 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 shareholders wanting the story to the 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 the, the, the business rather to to to, to see uh, this uh, transformation strategy really materialize um, into you know uh, more positive fundamentals going forward so it was quite positive all right before I let you go anglo-american plats also coming up with a small update today um, lower mm -hmm. volumes and they're expecting to see their earnings fall by 52 percent what was the cause um Stimbula, of those volumes declining? So they did mention that, you know, um, they, they realized lower um, PGM sales volumes during, you know, this period compared to last year when they benefited quite strongly from, you know, um, higher refined production. And and this is all despite, you know, uh, you know, a 2% um, currency tailwind that they realized during the period. But they also mentioned, you know, inflationary cost pressures, which is something that uh, we've seen across the miners. You know, we've got, you know, some further updates from the likes of Pan-African and South 32 later this week as well. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they've also fared. But, you know, those cost pressures definitely have uh, come through and have negatively impacted the bottom lines for these uh, large cap players. All right, Timbile, your stock pick for the day, the week, the month, the year. Um, what are you banking on right now? So not so much a stock per se, mm -hmm. uh, but rather a basket of stocks. Okay. Uh, we, I mean, if we remember uh, over the past couple of years, uh, um, F&B uh, launched a series of exchange-traded exchange notes, or ETNs, uh, a very low-cost uh, investment option. Uh, which gives investors, you know, exposure to international brands uh, or even uh, ESG uh, sectors that, uh, you know, investors, local investors can gain exposure to in either local or foreign currency. And so I'm quite keen on the clean energy space and, you know, the long term fundamentals in that place. So uh, my stock pick um, or, or rather sector pick um, is the F&B uh, clean energy uh, ETN, which tracks the iShares Global Clean Energy ETF, and that gives investors exposure to, you know, quite a, a broad um, list of stocks within the solar energy space, wind energy spaces, as well as hydrogen, which, you know, is not really spoken about much uh, these days, but it's still quite an important, I think, um, energy production uh, vehicle for, you know, future clean energy. All right. Well, Timbile, an absolute pleasure catching up with you um, today. That was Timbile Bopela. She is from F&B Wealth and Investments.